Welcome to Ginspired, brought to you by theginshop.ca. This podcast will take you on a journey into the world of gin, where you'll experience this versatile spirit in ways you never thought possible. Now the host of Ginspired, Heather E. Wilson. Hello and welcome to Ginspired, where we talk about and celebrate everything about the wonderful juniper lace spirit called gin. And on today's episode, I'm super happy to welcome back Alexis Green, Marketing Manager for Fever Tree Canada. Welcome, Alexis. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. And today, we'll be chatting about going beyond the gin and tonic, and we're going to discover other mixers you can use in a cocktail. But first, and you know the drill now, Alexis... We're going to talk about what we're drinking today, and I'm going to let you go first. Well, thanks. So today I'm drinking a breakfast gin with a bit of bergamot from a micro distiller here in Montreal with our refreshingly light ginger ale. Mmm, that sounds really yummy. And I'm drinking a take on basically a gin Moscow mule. It's gin with a little dash of lime juice and fever tree ginger beer. And I love the little kick of spice that I get at the end of it, you know. Mm, so good. Okay. Okay. So gin and tonic or gin and soda, they're pretty much the go-to staple cocktail of the gin drinker. And Fever Tree has a variety of tonics that we all absolutely love and use. However, there are other mixers that are super yummy that Fever Tree offers that do go with gin as well. Can you tell us maybe about some of these other Fever Tree mixers that, you know, maybe aren't the same as a tonic, maybe a little different, change your drink up? Maybe shaking it up a little? Maybe shake it up a little. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we have our sparkling mixers that don't have any quinine in it. So they're not bitter like a tonic. We've got our sparkling pink grapefruit, which we launched in May this year. We've got our sparkling Sicilian lemonade. Mm. We've got club soda, which is a favorite of a lot of gin drinkers as mm-hmm. well. And then we have a whole ginger range, like your ginger beer and my ginger ale. Absolutely. And... Now that maybe, you know, sadly, the cooler weather is moving in, is there one of the newer ones that you might recommend that be, you know, a little different for someone over the holidays or just through the fall? So there are a couple. I mean, my go-to favorite right now is the refreshingly light ginger ale because it's lower in sugar and lower in calories. Mm -hmm. I, you know, happily stock that in my fridge at all times. If you're looking for something a bit more festive, we also have our spiced orange ginger ale that has clementine and cinnamon in it, or the smoky ginger ale, which has smoked applewood water in it, which is really interesting and a holiday favorite. So which one, I mean, we already know what you're drinking today, but do you have any other favorites that particular favorite cocktails that might uh, help us out making some different cocktails? So I'm also a big fan of ginger beer, like what you're Mm. drinking, Um, but I like a perfect storm. So it's dark rum Mm. with lime juice and ginger beer, or you could do refreshingly light ginger beer if you want. And then the other one that I quite like is like a cognac with the spiced orange ginger ale. Mm. Yeah. 
That's those ones are really quite nice. Yes. And I actually just like a really nice aged gin with one of the ginger ales, depending on what kind of mood I'm in and which the gin is. Aged gin goes really well with ginger ale, particularly if you're normally a rye whiskey kind of fan. Though I don't know why you'd be listening to a gin show, but you know, (laughs) if you tend to be on that scale, an aged gin has notes of that whiskey taste in it and goes perfect with your gingers, your ginger ales in particular. Yeah. Heads up on that. You definitely get the similarities with the cask aging between the whiskey and the gin. So it's got similar notes to it for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why do you think, you know, all these other types of mixers are gaining in popularity and, you know, maybe really more used in the fall than say the summer? I think that people tend towards things that make them feel like warmer or those comfort flavors. Right. You know, a lot of people associate spices like cardamom, clove, cinnamon, ginger with cooler weather, right? right? We use them more in baking. We use them more in savory dishes. We use them more even in, you know, what we're drinking. Like if you're drinking, you know, a hot toddy with gin, right? Right. You've got the spices in there to go along with you know, everything else. You know, when we're talking about going beyond a gin and tonic, sometimes people don't realize that gin can be used with a spicier mix or uh, the ginger ale, like I've mentioned before. And so I'm telling everyone who's listening, you can mix gin very well, depending on the gin, of course, with all these lovely other mixers. And my personal favorite is absolutely the ginger beer. When I first had that, it was like mind-blowing to me. I was like, what? What is this? You can pick the flavor profile of the gin to go with the ginger ale. And that's one of the interesting things about gingers is you have to think about ginger varietals kind of the way that you think about grape varietals. There's so many different types and flavor profiles that they give, sort of like the notes you get in wine. Like when somebody says, I taste mulberries in my wine, it's not because the wine is made from mulberries, right? It's yeah. just a tasting note. But, you know, we use three types of ginger in every single one of our ginger products. One that has kind of like a chocolatey flavor about mm-hmm. it, one that's got an earthy flavor about it, and one that's got a lemongrass flavor about it. We have Nigerian ginger, we have from Cochin, and we have from the Ivory Coast. So you've got that really nice balance to all of the gingers. And it's funny because especially with the ginger ale, as soon as I talk about those chocolate notes, Mm. sip it. And they're like, I can't untaste that now. Like seems so obvious. And I didn't pick it up before. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing better than chocolate and ginger. Come on. And a lot of people ask me what the difference between ginger ale and ginger beer is. Yes. Because they don't know that either. So all of our gingers are made with the oils, which are extracted from the plant. But for the ginger beer, you also have the root, which is what you would buy like in the grocery store, right? Right. Um, And that's what gives it that fiery flavor Mm -hmm. and that spiciness. And we literally use the maximum amount of ginger in our ginger beer that we can. So it it is quite spicy and and fiery, which I personally love. I love that too. And I'm to be completely upfront, I had to Google what was the difference between ginger ale <laughs> and ginger beer because I was like, how can they be that different? But once you taste them, obviously there are similarities, but 
very different. The ginger beer is much spicier and I personally love it. And I love ginger ale too, of course, but I find ginger ale is more the milder, softer cousin. Yes. <laughs> the spicy orange ginger ale though, I had that before I had ginger beer and I was like, wow, this is really interesting and absolutely goes wonderful with any citrus forward gin for sure. Okay. So since we're talking about pairing, I noticed on your website that you have an interactive pairing guide that helps people pair a gin and a mixer, which I think is brilliant. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about that? That one is so much fun. When I first joined the company, I just totally geeked out on that part of our webpage. And what it's meant to do is some people will buy a gin and don't know what to mix in terms of tonic, or they'll pick up a tonic because they want to try a new flavor and they don't know which gin to mix it with. Because in all fairness, the gin category for somebody who doesn't know about gin can be quite overwhelming, the different types, distillations, flavors, profiles, you know, the whole nine yards. So this helps people identify, you know, what kind of flavor notes are you looking for? What kind of gin do you buy? Did you buy or what kind of tonic did you buy? And then it gives suggestions, but you know, some of the fun of having so many tonic flavors is discovering which one is your own favorite. Like sometimes I'll line up like small tasting cups and I'll put a little bit of, you know, whatever gin I want to drink. And then I'll put a bit of each of the tonics that I want to try. And then I'll do like a little fancy, not fancy taste test in my kitchen. Absolutely. I do that pretty much on a weekly basis because I have new gins coming in regularly, right? Ones I've never had before. And so I go through the whole tasting process for the gins, but then I'm like, okay, so what do I want to mix this with? And so I do do that. We line them up and we put different mixers in them, every from tonic to ginger ale, to ginger beer, to lemonade, to whatever, you know, just to see which is our favorite. Now, obviously our favorite isn't necessarily everybody's favorite, but it's quite amazing the variety today compared to years ago, not even that long ago, I'd say even five to 10 years ago of the craft gins, the gins on the market and the mixers. Yes. Total explosion of flavor that is happening in the category these days. So very exciting. Oh, and we just want to make a note that there's lots and lots of gins on your flavor wheel, your pairing wheel, and they're not all necessarily available in every country. So you may get matched with something that you can't find locally, but that doesn't mean on your travels, you might want to try it then. But I've played with it a lot and I've always managed to find something and I love it. Yes. And it depends on where you live too. I mean, for listeners in Europe, you'd probably be able to find most of them. Yeah. But for your Canadian listeners on our Instagram page, we have our, it's more of like a Canadianized flavor wheel where you can look up Yeah. So there's a tonic one and there's a ginger one. So you can look up some of the brands on there and the ones that are from Canada have a little maple leaf beside them. And all of those are available in Canada. So perfect. Okay. That's awesome. So there we go. Which brings me to another kind of rather unconventional use of mixers. And since that's what we're talking about today, (laughs) let's talk about something most people, and I'm going to say most people, have probably never tried, and that's cooking with mixers. They aren't just for cocktails. Now, that's what their original intent was, but 
some of us like to explore and try and do new things and get out of the uh, traditional box there. And in Ginspired, my upcoming gin cookbook, I actually use fever tree mixers in everything from gin and tonic loaf to our battered fish. And it's even in our ice cream. And we're using all different flavors, all different types of mixers. Alexis, have you ever tried to cook with any of your mixers? So I'm more of a liquid cook. I have worked with a great chef here in Montreal named Joe Notkin, and she would take our mixers and make the most insane dishes with them. She made strawberry jam with elderflower tonic, mm. and she made syrups with tonic, and she made, I can't remember, it was like a ginger loaf with ginger beer. I kind of gave her like one of each of the four packs and said, mm-hmm. have fun. And then all of a sudden, you know, these preserves and syrups and things started to appear in my fridge at home. And <laughs> I was not sad about that. They were mm. delicious. Yes. And once the cookbook is out there, people are going to really find a new use for a lot of your mixers. In addition, to the cocktails. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm not going to spill the beans on all our yummy recipes, <laughs> but there's quite a few of them there that are going to be pretty mind-blowing for people, I think. Okay. So I like to end each show with my guests sharing a fun gincident story. <laughs> do you have a fun story you'd like to share with us? I do. So about a week ago, I was speaking to a friend of mine and I'm the type of person where I'm all about the low alcohol, no alcohol, moderate Mm. drinking. So the other day I had two drinks instead of one. And I was talking about how I could feel the effects. And 10 years ago, I would have, you know, been shocked that you would feel that. And my friend called me a teetotaler. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) instead of a teetotaler, right? which for people who don't know is somebody who doesn't drink or drinks very little, but Mm -hmm. one is like T-E-E-T-O-A-T-L-E-R or something. Mm -hmm. And I was called a teetotaler. is different than a A, toter. Yeah. So I made sure to find a picture of a baby sitting in an oversized teacup (laughs) and, uh, you know, (laughs) sent it to them and they kind of thought that I was funny, not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was pretty funny. funny. I don't think I've ever heard anyone call it a teetoddler before. <laughs> Me neither. But now it's become the joke. Yes. And now it's now you have a thing. Now we have a thing. That you can talk about. So that's fun. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today about your alternative mixers or the beyond the tonics? I would encourage people to try the refreshingly light ginger ale Mm. because as a lifelong ginger ale drinker, this was a lovely alternative because, you know, a lot of diet, whatever Mm. tastes like diet, whatever, right? Whereas this one tastes just like regular ginger ale, except we use fructose instead of cane sugar and it's lower in calorie and it's lower in sugar but the flavor is still mm. there and the, you know, that amazing quality. That's definitely my fall go-to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's definitely in my fridge at all times. So <laughs> I actually, 
I have a mixer fridge. I'm just going to say that out loud. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so jealous of your mixer fridge. I'm going to have to make room under my desk in my office, I think, <laughs> for a mini well, fridge. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't fit in my regular fridge. So last Christmas, I decided, you know what? We need a mixer fridge. So Christmas yeah. present to myself. There you fridge. go. And there you have it. Well, a gin and tonic is absolutely awesome, go out and try something new. With the variety of mixers offered by Fever Tree, I'm sure you can be creative and come up with a new favorite. I challenge you to post them on your social media and be sure to tag us in your photos for a chance to be featured. And you can also tag Fever Tree Canada while you're at it. Thank you so much, Alexis, for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out our show notes for links to the ginshop.ca for all your gin clothing and novelty needs and all the fever tree links as well. Until next time, you're the gin to my tonic. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ginspire, brought to you by the ginshop.ca. If we've ginspired you, drop us a note heather at the ginshop.ca. We may even read your email or feature your ginspirational story in an upcoming episode. And remember to follow us on social media. Until next time, let the party be ginned.